Our Bible passage comes from Matthew 1, 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Good morning, Compass Fellowship Church. Merry Christmas to all of you. I had uh, looked forward to the possibility of being with you in person today. Uh, I have uh, a deep love for your pastor. Uh, uh, pastor Daniel has. Uh, uh, increasingly become uh, a great friend uh, to me. Uh, you may not be aware, uh, he and I and four others pray together almost every Friday morning. Uh, and uh, that has uh, drawn all of us closer together. But uh, uh, Pastor Daniel, I am uh, uh, so uh, grateful to you for uh, your spiritual insight, uh, your leadership, and uh, uh, the growing bond uh, that we have uh, together. Uh, this morning, uh, as we uh, have these moments together, I wanted to deliver a Christmas message for Compass Fellowship Church. Uh, you uh, have indeed been a very special congregation uh, in my heart uh, and uh, uh, to hear of uh, the recent celebration of your anniversary and uh, uh, to know that this year has been a challenging one to say the least. Uh, it uh, uh, is a special privilege to be with you today. Uh, now uh, uh, you uh, will bear with me just for a moment as I turn my screen so uh, you can see that my wife Elizabeth is uh, seated right beside me. Uh, and uh, what a privilege that is uh, because typically uh, she <laughs> is uh, uh, seated out in a congregation uh, and I'm uh, looking at her beautiful face from time to time. Uh, today, I can reach over and uh, touch her hand and uh, gain strength uh, from that. Uh, Elizabeth and I have uh, been married forever. Uh, you see, I met her in 1976. Uh, and uh, you can tell by looking at her, at that time, she had to just be a very young girl. Uh, and... Uh, uh, in 1977, I married her, and uh, she has not 
pushed me away. We've been able to stay together throughout these years. Uh, and uh, uh, she definitely loves Christmas. Uh, and uh, she had wanted me to make sure that I moved over uh, so you could see that uh, uh, there is a nativity set uh, behind us uh, that includes uh, Mary, Joseph, uh, and uh, the baby Jesus. Uh, but uh, in talking with you today about Christmas, I want to uh, spend some time talking about the characters of Christmas. And uh, for those that are not followers of the Lord Jesus, when it comes to the characters of Jesus, they may have a different list of characters than we believers have. Uh, and uh, uh, the truth be told, we uh, enjoy sharing uh, in their times of talking about Christmas characters and uh, uh, this season of the year, uh, many of us find ourselves uh, enjoying reading stories or seeing movies about uh, characters called Frosty uh, and Rudolph, uh, the other reindeer, and I'm not about to try naming each of those reindeer uh, and if by making mention of that, I've just distracted you for the rest of uh, the service, I regret that you'll be sitting there trying to make sure that you get the names of each of the other reindeer. Uh, but also, uh, at this time of year, we have uh, stories and memories uh, about Santa and Mrs. Claus and the elves. But today, can we focus more on present day characters for a moment? Uh, you know, uh, when I think of the characters of this Christmas season, this COVID Christmas season, for your church, do you not have to keep in mind uh, Pastor Daniel and his family as important characters? of this Christmas season for you and for this excellent worship team that put so much time into preparing for this service and lead you so often. I, I, I will say to you during COVID, uh, Elizabeth and I have actually attended more worship services uh, per Sunday than we ever did pre-COVID. But the difference is we've done that through these Zoom connections and uh, live streams and YouTubes and uh, the wide gamut of technological sources that we have. And it's not been uncommon for us to uh, attend as many as 10 services per Sunday. Uh, and considering the fact that the Baptist Convention of New York has over 500 churches, we still haven't gotten around to all of them. Uh, but uh, I am delighted that we can be with you today.
And now I want to talk to you about these extremely important biblical Christmas characters. And uh, in the passage of scripture that was read to us already, uh, Matthew chapter 1, uh, verses 18 through 25, uh, I uh, will just quickly point out those characters and then come back to them. You have Mary, Joseph, an angel of the Lord, and Jesus. I I think it is important for us as we are entering what we in some ways call Christmas week to take time to really focus on these. Uh, I, don't you find yourself at times wishing that you knew more about Mary? Uh, what a privilege it would have been to have uh, actually met her in person. Uh, and uh, do you realize that if the birth of Jesus had occurred at this time, uh, instead of back then, uh, it could have been on the Internet uh, and it could have been televised and we could have seen the uh, entire drama played out. But God in his infinite wisdom knew the exact timing that Mary, Joseph, and Jesus were to be introduced to the world. Uh, the scripture passage says Mary was pledged to be married. Uh, she uh, had already entered into that commitment of marriage to the man called Joseph, who is our second character. And I, I tell you, from uh, a male perspective, I'd like to know more about Joseph. Uh, I, uh, I tend to think uh, that if we knew Joseph, we would know him to be an important example of a manly man, one that uh, had all of the characteristics uh, that would be very desirable for being the father of the Lord Jesus, the earthly man to direct Jesus uh, in those formative years, uh, I find it fascinating that uh, uh, Jesus himself uh, worked in Joseph's carpenter shop uh, and uh, learned from him uh, some of uh, uh, those uh, qualities and abilities. Uh, myself, I uh, had a grandfather uh, that was a carpenter, uh, and I remember looking with amazement uh, at some of the things that he would build, and in particular, uh, to have the opportunity to see some of the buildings uh, that he uh, both constructed and oversaw the construction of. Uh, there something... There must be something special about uh, the carpentry trade. 
my wife seated here beside me knows that even though my grandfather was a carpenter, I received absolutely none of that ability from him. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, uh, when something needs to be taken care of around the house, she either has to do it or she has to get somebody else that has the know-how because I really am pretty helpless in that regard. Uh, but uh, uh, we, we have the character of Mary, who was the mother of Jesus, and Joseph, who became almost a silent partner in that marriage relationship. Uh, we hear so little about Joseph uh, through the years. Uh, and then after they had been pledged to be married, but before they came together, Mary was found to be pregnant for the Holy Spirit. I'm sure that was a challenging revelation for Joseph. But I can only imagine how it must have been for Mary in those days. And think of Mary and Joseph in the days between the angelic revelation to them that Jesus was going to be born and him being born. Those must have been very challenging days. Uh, here we've had COVID-19. And uh, while I realize uh, a number of you uh, in the Compass Fellowship Church are involved in uh, the medical industry, and it's put you in some regards on the front lines uh, in dealing with this virus. Uh, think about Mary and Joseph during that year leading up to the birth of Jesus. I think they had some social distancing that was taking place themselves. Is that not some of what occurred with Mary going for an extended visit with her cousin Elizabeth? Uh, it, it was social distancing and isolation. Uh, and I think the people who were the main characters of the original Christmas story can relate to the challenges that we have had. Uh, and continue to have as we go through COVID-19. And then in the midst of everything, an angel of the Lord had appeared in a dream to Joseph. And he said, Joseph, I don't want you to be afraid to take Mary as your wife. What is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She's going to give birth to a son. And you are going to give him the name Jesus. And underscore the fact in that passage, it says, because he will save his people from their sins. I think at this Christmas season, 
we need more than ever before to recognize that since we are all sinners, there is already a cure for our sin. Uh, you know, all over the world, we've been waiting for a vaccine uh, that could uh, uh, keep us from getting COVID. The reality is all of us have been infected by a far more serious virus. It's called sin. And sin has been prevalent, controlling, all-encompassing in all of our lives. And as we have lived our lives, regardless of how good anyone among us might be, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the angel of the Lord was saying, Joseph, you don't have to be afraid about taking Mary to be your wife. This child conceived in her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And he will save his people from their sins. We, we already have the opportunity of being completely vaccinated from sin. We don't have to be controlled by sin any longer. We can be completely released from the power of sin by trusting in Jesus. So we have these biblical characters, Mary, Joseph, an angel of the Lord. And in another passage, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20, it gives us the story of the birth of Jesus. Uh, follow as I read, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. I think it's significant that the angel of the Lord is again appearing to them just as an angel of the Lord had appeared to Joseph earlier uh, in uh, the Matthew uh, passage. Uh, but uh, then as we think of these uh, uh, developments, the, the shepherds, became important characters in the story too, did they not? Uh, and when I look back historically, shepherds had come to the point that they were not uh, highly revered. They were essential workers, but they were not categorized as those of noble occupation and uh, even in this COVID time have we not seen some essential workers doing tasks that if they had not done them how would we have survived 
the shepherds were essential workers. And as they were doing their work, God chose to send an angel to speak to them. And that angel was joined by an entire host or an entire group of angels. As the shepherds were informed uh, that Jesus had been born, uh, and uh, I am so personally intrigued uh, when I come back to the fact that it was shepherds that were hearing of his birth first. There is not anyone in the world today that is too common for the message of Jesus to be important to them. It was for the common people that this message was being delivered first to the shepherds. And Christ had been born, and that group of shepherds, among other things, were known for their tendency to tell great stories. And as storytellers, they proudly proclaimed that a Savior had been born and that he is Christ the Lord. As I think today of these characters, I must close out with a re-emphasis upon Jesus. Uh, you know, it's a wonderful, important story, this biblical Christmas story. It's filled with significant characters. But when we come right down to it, the real focus of the Christmas message that I want to deliver to Compass Fellowship Church is Jesus is Lord. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And as we celebrate Christmas this year, can we in some way renew our personal commitment to the Lord Jesus, that is for those of us that have already chosen to follow Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but for those that we know and love that have not yet chosen to follow Jesus, can we use this time to very reverently, respectfully communicate to them that Jesus does love them? Uh, you know, I think in this COVID world, many people have indeed felt isolated. They felt cut off. They felt unimportant. Many have felt forgotten. But it is for such a time as this that we have the privilege of celebrating the birth of our Savior and sharing with others what his birth means to us. We, uh, we don't have to hit anyone over the head with the Bible 
it, uh, it's a great time to take advantage of the opportunity to just share with those that we know and love, those that we come in contact with, that this is an important season to us. Uh, it really doesn't matter whether it's important to them or not. We're just sharing that it's important to us and that it is so important to us that we'd like for them to be able to share in this season by hearing about our personal relationship with this one who was born to be king of the Jews, this one that was to save his people from their sins. You and I have a personal relationship with him. We know him. He's been introduced to us. And we've chosen to follow after him. And part of our following is to communicate to others how special he is to us. In this Christmas season, one that I suspect is going to be very significant in our memories. Let's be true to sharing this message of Jesus. For Compass Fellowship Church, I love you. I have great respect for you as a congregation. I have such endearment toward your pastor. I want to wish each of you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Could I just lead us in a prayer briefly? Father, thank you for these dear believers. Bless each one of them today and throughout this Christmas season. Amen.